Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is all about advice from our 100K club. And just to specify what that is, so within the Academy, we have a certain number of artists who have reached the $100,000 mark in their business. And I have had the privilege of watching them grow from a couple commissions here and there or a hopeful artist or an artist barely making it by to making six figures And it is the coolest thing. And so this year, I wanted to highlight them and grab a little piece of advice from them. So it's not just me telling you guys what to do. It's you're hearing it from other artists as well, because that's what we want to know, right? We want to know, okay, how are these artists making money? Like, how are they able to get people to buy their stuff? Where are the customers coming from? And what was the biggest driver in their business? How did they get to where they are? So I asked them each in the academy. I made a post and congratulated the 100K club here recently and said, give me your best advice so I can pass it on to all the other artists out there looking to be in your shoes one day. So I'm going to go and grab that post really quick up on Facebook. And up first, we have an artist who is near and dear to my heart, Lissa England. She, I remember, and I'm sure it's fine that I share this, but it's awesome because I remember Lissa was one of my first students ever in the academy. And I remember her coming in and she watched all of my live stuff and did the things. And she was just a firecracker. And I was like, okay, this chick is going to make it. But back then I was new to teaching. I was like, okay, surely I can help her. Like, how can I do this? And so I was just throwing everything I had. And so I remember her, her, I think it was her washer or dryer. Well, one of the two broke or both. I'm not sure. And she, a single mom of two boys. And she was like, I don't have the money to get a new one of the, like we were out, like we don't have clean clothes. Like what what are we going to do? And Christmas is coming up and all the things. And I was like, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go out, you're going to pitch yourself and this is how you do it. And she went out and (laughs) she, I remember her saying she went into a bar and took a shot and then gained up a little bit more courage to go out and do these pitches to do hang her art in local places and do window painting. And she ended up making several hundred dollars in just a couple days. And there you go. That was the cost of the washer or dryer, whichever one it was. And she, ever since, I think she's just been continually doing that. And it's so cool to see somebody like that now from a single mom to now in a very happy relationship. They just bought a house. I think it was last year. Super nice down in Florida and she gets to take vacations with her boys. It's not paycheck to paycheck anymore. And it's because she hustled so much. And so she says this, here we go. My biggest driver was social media and word of mouth. So quickly followed by thumbtack and repeat customers. She said, I did mainly murals this year. So murals are where the money's at. Just saying, I'm hopping in saying that. Anyway, okay, back to what she says. She says, with some canvas commissions, but hardly any time to paint what I wanted. So she was on the commission hamster wheel, as am I, right? All of us that are making big money with murals are typically 
doing commissioned work for murals, but it's good money, so it's hard to say no to. This is more of what she said. She said, I did, however, take four amazing vacations this year and probably only worked nine months. As a mom of teen boys, I think this was my favorite part. I loved being able to go to the games and performances and spend time with them. Now to balance that out with my own art in 2023. So this year she's wanting to create more of the things that she likes to create, which is the ocean theme, turtles, beautiful seascapes. And yeah, so she says, my advice would be to just keep swimming and bide your time. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen faster than you think it will. I started out as a side hustle, created a body of work and took that to shows when there was a struggle month. Okay. She painted windows. Okay. So she had a body of work and she took that to shows. And when there was a struggle month, she painted windows. Great. (laughs) Muraling happened for me in 2020 when COVID shut everything down. I could flounder or I could have pivoted. I painted my first in-area mural April 2020, and I've been busy ever since. I found that having my aquatic and tropical niche has helped, but so has my willingness to try new things and push myself out of my comfort zone, aka painting large-scale lettering without being able to project it whoa, (laughs) has opened up more doors than I ever thought possible. And you won't always have to do the ick jobs. I'm happy to be at the point where I can comfortably say no thank you to a project and even directed to other artists this year. That's it. That's what you got from Lissa. Solid advice. She's great. So she is barefoot and doodles on Instagram. If you want to go check her stuff out, highly recommended. Now we're going to go down to Lacey Crime. Lacey is fantastic. She So these ladies have all been on the podcast before in the past. And so Lacey is located in North. She was in North Carolina and then she moved because her husband is in the military. But she had created a lot of like a name for herself in North Carolina. And that's where she got a lot of her jobs. So she often traveled back to North Carolina, which was several hours driving for her. And she painted a lot there. So she would go there, paint for a couple of weeks and then be home for a couple of weeks. And then she made $100,000 by month six, I think it was this year. And she made 120 total. So she says, I think for me, you need to be hungry for it. Being a huge introvert and never wanting to take risks, fear of being said no to, I finally reached a point where I said, screw it. I'm going for it. Rejection or not, I at least need to try or I will never be happy. So with each mural, I gained more confidence. I gained another client trust and then word of mouth kept spreading from there. Be hungry, feed the beast daily and stay positive no matter if you're having a dry month or two. Maintain that drive and positivity has kept producing more mural jobs for me. You're not racing or competing against anyone but yourself. Thumbtack is also a huge pro. Many of those leads has given me other clients by word of mouth. It's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) You pay for the lead, that gives you a job, but then one lead has given me other jobs. And I have only been doing murals this past year other than the occasional show. With four kids, I don't like being glued to my desk. It's very difficult because the only time I have to sit with no distractions is when they're sleeping. And by that time, I just want to relax or sleep. And now I understand that. So when I'm out of the house and I'm, quote, working, I can't be distracted. I'm in my element and it's the best feeling. I'm addicted and can't. 
can't wait to see what the new year has to bring because we are moving back to North Carolina. Oh, that's awesome. And the money I made, that's not including the constant travel and lodging expenses I spent going each time. So looking forward to not having additional expenses this coming year. So she made 130000 this year and she worked seven months out of the year. Seven months, 130000 doing murals, mostly getting leads from Thumbtack. There you go. And also Lissa mentioned Thumbtack too. That's so awesome. So inspiring. <laughs> she is Lacey Crime Art on Instagram. Go follow along with her mural adventures. Highly recommend it. Okay, so now we have Jody. Jody has been a part of the Academy for a long time. I want to say about two years or more. And I remember she joined and she had just moved out to Hawaii from California. And so she was in a brand new territory starting over. She, you know, she had done some paint parties and whatnot in California and some stuff here and there. So she was just starting over. It was a blank canvas. And so it's so cool to see her have grow in just two years. Now she made a hundred grand this year, which is crazy. And she says, I did $91,000 just on paint parties. So my next goal is to make that much selling art and illustrating. She does illustrations for books. She's done her own books. She does paintings and shows, craft stuff, and she just kind of does a little bit of everything. So Go back and listen to Jody's interview. I'll put everybody's Instagram and the past podcast episode that they've been on. We'll put that in the notes. So just check the notes section. You can get all of their Instagrams and past podcasts so you can listen to more. Jody's advice is to create short-term goals and long-term goals. Think sky's the limit too. <laughs> she ended up getting a paint party contract with the Marriott in Waikiki, Hawaii. And so she does the Marriott paint parties weekly, almost every night. And she hires help for it. And it's just a constant crazy thing. We have a bunch of training in the Artist Academy on paint parties. And also Jody has her own paint party training as well. So if you want to get into that, there's information out there and you can learn from the pro. I remember we interviewed her Jody in the Artist Academy. And I was like, tell me your secrets. Tell me what you do. And I thought I knew how to do a paint party, but the way Jody does it, she makes it lively and fun. And she does silly names for things like to clean your brush. It's called the swish swish. And so it's just little things like that to keep the attention of the audience. I went into it blind <laughs> a couple years ago trying to do my own paint party and realized I didn't really like doing it, but I wish I would have had Jody's instruction back then because I could have made it even better, even more fun, and gotten better results. So if you want to do paint parties, it's in the Academy, or you could reach out to Jody directly. Next up, we have Sam Weeman Epstein. Sam also joined the Academy. Oh gosh, it's been over two years ago. And I remember when she joined, she has a very eco-friendly vegan way of living and she's very loud about it and I love it. She is not wasteful and she just she doesn't need a lot of things. Like she kind of is like a modern hippie type thing and I say that in the best way, Sam. She has like blue hair and she's just a cool person. <laughs> and uh, she says I made around 110k and advice. 
value your worth. Don't expect it to happen overnight. I've had my art business for over 10 years and I've been doing it full time for four years. And you don't have to do murals or big paying projects to make this much. I mostly do art shows, commissions, displays at restaurants slash small businesses, wholesale and online orders. The more diversity you do, the more money pots you'll have. And in case something isn't as successful one year, it all adds up. So diversify is what she's saying. And she says, and most importantly, have a lot of different price tiers. I think I've found as much success as I do from selling products, a wide variety of art ranging from $4 stickers to $12 prints to $45 to $95 canvas prints and commission priced on average from $70 to $350 with occasional projects ranging from $600 to $3,000. Just keep going and keep growing. So I love how she gave us exact prices because pricing art is so strange, but you get a really good idea of exactly how many customers she's going to need to make that 110K, which is a lot, especially if she's selling $12 prints and $95 canvas prints and $300-ish on average commission work. And so she's got, her prices are not you know, astronomical, they're reasonable. And I think a lot of people can say yes to those prices. And but however, on the flip side, she probably has a lot of customers. However, I'm going to bet too, she has a lot of customers who have probably bought an original and maybe have bought a couple prints and bought a few stickers. So what she's saying is you can have one customer and have them buy multiple things. And that's how she's making it rather than just having one high ticket item or one middle ticket item or low ticket item. She's having a wide variety of them and people are buying multiple things. So she says, just keep growing and going. And I never thought I'd get here. Honestly, I was content making just enough to live, but the lifestyle I get to have now makes it so worth it. She's currently traveling in Thailand for the holidays. Dream it, manifest it and work hard. So yeah, this is what I was saying in the beginning. She was content making just enough to live. And that was fine. And I I remember interviewing her and she said that and I was like, oh, okay, like, that's great. (laughs) I'm like, I can't relate. (laughs) But And now she's just, you know, through time, raised her prices through demand. And now she's making 110K. And those prices, again, are just so reasonable. So, you know, if you're pricing your originals at $300, know that so is Sam and she's making it work. And Next up, we have Habak, and I met Habak, and she joined the Academy over two years ago. So you see a theme. All these people have been in the Academy over a couple years and have been working at it for a while. It didn't just happen this year, just in the last year. And Habak, the first time I met her in person, she came to the first ever mural meetup that I held in Iowa. And I just said, whoever can come in the academy wants to come help out and learn, come on down. I'll pay for your hotel and it'll just be like, I'll trade you with your extra hand. I'll buy you some lunch too. (laughs) But in turn, they get to learn and get photos taken and really just see how a mural project works and the whole bit. So Habak came and she was so great because I remember she came and so she lives in a big city and as it's different than here in small town Midwest where I am, she didn't have a driver's license. And so because she lives in a city, she doesn't doesn't need it. And so my husband, Ryan, she was taking them to the gas station or something. And he asked 
he told her to drive and she was like, oh no, I don't have my, <laughs> my driver's license yet. And so he was like, oh, just, just drive anyway. It's fine. So he, she got in, she got in the driver's side seat and was like, okay, here we go. And he was like, she so was like, I was a little scared for my life. I didn't realize <laughs> that she had like never really driven before. <laughs> so I just thought that like, that was just kind of funny, but now it just, but it goes to show like how far you can come <laughs> and, and with her painting skills have come so far, you know, her motivation. And I remember talking to her in the beginning too, and she took a course on being more organized because she was just like, I had to admit to myself that I was just a messy person. You know, I was around messy people who were influences on it and all the things. And so she was just, she didn't have anybody around her who was super successful saying, you know, this is how you do things. This is how you live and make yourself better. She just kind of had to figure it out on her own by taking online courses. And she just didn't just take mine. She took others. Whatever caught her eye that she could benefit from, she invested in herself and took courses to, you know, make herself more organized, learn how to do murals and just all the things. And she ended up making 120000 this year, which is so cool because I remember her going home from the mural meetup just so energized and saying something like, I remember her saying, I met you guys in person because she talked to Ryan and I, and she's like, it's just cool to see people doing the things. And I feel like I can do it too. And we're like, yes, you can. <laughs> and she went and she did it. And in just a couple of years, now she's making a hundred grand. Like, how cool is that? I'm so proud of her. <laughs> and now her and all these other people are in the academy and I just trade them free membership for them in here just to give advice. Whenever new members come in, I just ask them, I'm like, hey, can you, if you want to stay in the academy, can you just give people a pat on the back every once in a while or like advice from your perspective? So it's not just me answering these questions and whatnot. So Habak and Lissa and all of them are in the academy still. And so they have, they're still in our community, which I love, and they're able to give advice whenever new members need it. And I think it's great. So anyway, okay, Habak, says, my advice, tell everyone you're an artist. I get referred for almost 100% of my business. Whoa. So she's operating on referrals. And I regularly get coffee with people who have access to my ideal clients, real estate agents, artists who are more successful than me, who pass jobs to me, interior designers, architects. Your community is literally your biggest resource. I don't focus on reels or views. I only have 3,000 followers, but they live in my city and state. Also, I cannot stress enough how important it is to follow through and do your best on each job. If you can't, take a break. It does take time, but also I've been a full-time artist for a year and three months only. Oh yeah, I remember that last year we had that conversation. She was like, I think I'm going to go full-time. It's like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> she says, it is possible and you have to actively seek our opportunities and take them when they present themselves. Ah, I'm just like clapping for a buck. <laughs> Okay, and then next up, I messaged Chelsea Blossel, and she's in Utah, and I actually have met her in person a couple times, too. I've been out to Utah for a wedding, and we met up, and I actually remember getting on a student spotlight call. So if you don't know what that is, if you join the Academy, you can sign up for a one-on-one -on -one call with me, and as this was about two years ago, <laughs> and she, I remember her telling me that she was a graphic designer slash illustrator type thing. So she did t-shirt designs and she really wanted to quit her job and she wanted to make six figures one year. And I was like, whoa, 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely possible. And I, you know, a lot of people tell me that actually. And I, I tell a lot of people, you know, it's definitely possible, but you know, few actually do it. <laughs> and I say that in the best way. But again, I hear that a lot. And it does take some drive to do this. And so whenever she got started and she started pulling in customers, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. She's actually doing it. She's doing what she said she was going to do. And she's you know doing the outreach and she has all the things. And she made 100K this year. And it's just so cool because I remember being on that that call with her. And the very beginning of her saying that she wanted it, and now it's happening. It's just, I make little notes in my notes on my phone and I have goals each year. And it's so cool to look back and see like what I've accomplished versus what I wrote down in 2017 and whatnot. But it's equally as cool for me to see the goals of my Artist Academy people and watch them accomplish it too, because I've seen them do it the whole way. And it's, yeah. Okay. Chelsea says... Murals are 90% of my business, mostly from people engaging with me on Instagram and a handful of jobs from Thumbtack. There's that Thumbtack again. (laughs) Reels really help sell my murals. Etsy makes up 5% with digital downloads for graphics I've created that can be used for printing on t-shirts, etc. So she used her graphic design background designing t-shirts at the job she was at, and she's still making money with that, right? And then she says canvas art slash custom commissions make up the other 5%, mostly from friends of friends. She says she did one art market, which was great, and she'll do it again. So I just want to also say again, like so she said 90% of her business this year of that 100K came from murals. And she says, advice from aspiring mural artist, be mindful of where your painting skill is, your style and who resonates with it and price according to what that looks like. Trust where your skill is currently and just know the more time you put in, the better you get. Growing zero to 100 isn't like a viral post. You actually have to put in the hours to better your skill, be patient with growth, it matters. She goes, it's kind of cheesy, but yeah, there you go. (laughs) So if you go to her Instagram, it's just Chelsea Blossel. And again, all of these are written down in the notes section. And you can see what she means by honing in your style. She has a very colorful, mountain-esque, outdoorsy, yet modern, saturated style. And it's really cool. And it's worth going to look at. And she does it over and over again in a different way. And she gets better at it each time. And I, you know, she goes into, into other things. She's a very outdoorsy girl. So she does flowers and plants and mountains and all the things. And she's also snowboarding and she's a cool chick. So go check her out, follow her along with all the other people here. And I just wanted to highlight one more. I can't really take any kind of credit for this one. So Ryan Benefold, he just joined the Artist Academy and he actually already makes 100K. And so his goal for the year is 150 and then to get up to 200. And I'm like, dude, like then that is so possible. So he's in our Artist Academy master's group, which is the one up from the Arts Academy Advanced. And it's just accelerated content. And he is stoked for this year. You can just tell when we're on these calls, he's attentive and he's asking questions and he's always on a mural job (laughs) and, and he's doing awesome. 
He says he finished the year with 108K and murals and logo work have been the driving factor for high paying projects. I linked up with several sign companies in the area. They have provided jobs such as sports stadiums, parking decks, etc. That brings in chunks of cash every couple months. And then I'm going to go to a personal message that he sent me. So he sent me a personal message or a DM on Instagram and he says, Hey, Andrew, I just want to let you know that your book and podcast had an impact on me this past week. As mentioned before, I have successfully surpassed 100K in sales this year, having started full-time in May and that my previous quote full-time career was in the beer industry. I was approached by a brewery and pitched to be their creative marketing director. They offered 180K plus bonuses for this role. (laughs) So somebody was wanting to him to work for them instead of him having his own thing. And he says, this is a price tag I would have never imagined in the beer business. I am turning down the job. I am placing bets on myself to continue growing my art business and stay self-employed. Your content helped give me the confidence that working for myself and growing my own business not only is more fulfilling, but it's also possible to grind a bit and make that much on my own. How cool is that? (laughs) He also has some additional advice up here, he says his success is from 100% networking. He spent the last 7.5 years in the beer industry in sales, as he mentioned, and he now does at least 60 to 70% of alcohol-related murals in the Atlanta market from his relationships that he's established throughout the time. Building a reputation of doing what you say you're going to do and being upfront with problems, i.e. having to push back a deadline because your main hustle is demanding more of your time than your side hustle, earns the respect of clients for repeat business. So just being honest, looking back from my list of clients from this year, there are very few names on the list only one time. Find your niche and put in the work for building that reputation as the go-to person. He also says, also, you probably experienced some of this, but in Atlanta, many of the muralists prefer not to do logo work. I have leaned into the category and nearly all of my income comes from it. I totally agree. In Springfield, not a lot of people do logos. Not a lot of people like those straight lines. They want to be creative and sell their own work. And I'm like, I want to make big money. So (laughs) logo work is a big thing. And yeah, okay, there you have it. There's advice from our 100K club and... There were several artists in there that just barely missed it. And I'm so excited for next year to highlight them because I know that they're going to make it. And But that just goes to show, you know, if you do the things, put in the hard work, surround yourself with people who have been there, done that, that can help give you advice, that can speed it up. And we, yeah, like I said, we have several people in the academy that have made between 50 and 100K or like 75 and 100K. And so I might do another highlight of them because making over 50 grand is an artist is amazing in itself. It's not, you don't just have to make 100K to be the top, top tier, right? I mean, if you're selling art and making over 50 grand in a year, I think that that's a great living in the, in the Midwest. So yeah, we might do a sequel to this of more advice, but if you have found this helpful, please let me know. Please share this on Instagram, tag me, tag the artists that you have heard. Again, they're Instagrams and if they've been on the podcast in the past, there's an episode number by their names. And so you can go listen to more from them. And you can even hear some of the interviews that they did way back in the day. I know that Habak, I interviewed her over a year ago. And so you could kind of hear where she was then and maybe it's more relatable for you. And then to see where she is now. Yeah. Okay. I'm wishing you guys all luck and love in this upcoming 
2023 year and I'm excited to go at it at a different pace. I currently have a two-month-old at home and so I've just now recently started to get my groove back as in I'm starting to you know, get motivated again and to do Artist Academy stuff and grow the Academy and do painting. Because before this, in the last two months, I've only wanted to stay home and cuddle my baby. I was like, where did my motivation go? And I just went into having full force into being a new mom. And so, yeah, I'm slowly starting to come out of that. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what this year holds for myself as well as all the Arts Academy people. So, okay, that's it. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next week.